You're locked into the Despirito Team Real Estate Show with host and top realtor Emilio Despirito on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. We're talking with industry leaders about real estate trends, money making tips, and advice on buying and selling the American dream. Now, here's Emilio Despirito. Hey, good morning. Welcome to our show. I'm Emilio Desperado, and this is your show all about real estate. We've got on some great guests today. Really excited for this show. We have none other than John LaPointe with LaPointe Insurance. And if you don't know John LaPointe, you must be living under a rock because he's absolutely everywhere. And uh, he's the expert in home, auto, and life insurance. John, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me, Emilio. Good to be here as always. You're welcome. Great to be having you here too. And just so you guys know, John, you know, I, I got to throw this out there. John is one of the most humble, nicest guys, and he'll go out of his way, him and his team, to help you out. They're a locally owned company. I use them personally and recommend them. And uh, I got to tell you, they're just absolutely phenomenal. And they're it's the reason why they've grown to be one of the largest insurance companies, insurance brokerages in the region here in Southern New England. It's unbelievable. I think one out of literally every four homes that hits the market in Rhode Island uses LaPointe to insure, which is unbelievable, John. You're going up against these massive, large agencies, and you guys are just doing a fantastic job. That's right. Hey, man, we're just, we work hard and we uh, try and do right by people. You know, I feel like the recipe is simple. Just be good to people, work hard. It's all going to work out. Agreed, man. Agreed. So you've got some summer safety tips for your home, for our homes uh, this week, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, uh, it's it's almost a daily occurrence, Emilio, that I'm, I'm talking to somebody on the phone. They're reaching out for a home insurance quote. I'm looking at the listing. It's one of these beautiful houses that Engel and Volkers has, has a, a listing out there, uh, maybe beautiful house in East Greenwich or Lincoln. And I'm going through the photos and I'm saying, wow, what a great place to host people during the summer for a party. You got a swimming pool in the back, mm-hmm. barbecue, maybe a little outdoor kitchen. And it uh, looks like an awesome place to host and Really enjoy the best part of the year, I think, here in Rhode Island, which is the summertime. But uh, along with that comes, you know, a responsibility. When you're hosting people, when you have people at your house, if you have a swimming pool, you're doing barbecues, there's just some certain things you want to keep in mind to make sure that everybody's staying safe. And granted, you've got good insurance in place. So if something does happen, you're going to be protected. But the best insurance policy that you can get is avoiding that claim in the first place, making sure nobody gets hurt, no, nothing goes wrong. So I got some uh, summer safety tips that I wanted to run through today. And um, it start the first one because I, I've seen a number of these claims comes down to uh, the barbecue grill outside. So <laughs> the most, the, the biggest, the, the biggest uh, safety tip that I can recommend here when it comes to uh, your outdoor grilling is keep that grill away from anything flammable. It sounds, it sounds just so simple, but I couldn't, I couldn't tell you how many claims I've had where the siding on somebody's house has been burnt or charred or warped. even worse. They, uh, they left the scene and and it got to a a bigger fire just because that grill was too close to the house because, you know, depending on how big of a barbecue you're having, yeah. that stuff can all fall into the bottom of the grill and, and eventually, you know, get a lot of grease and stuff built up and uh, the flame can actually, you know, 
catch fire on, on all that stuff that's built up in there. And, it, you know, it's, it, it can turn out to be a pretty big, uh, big flame, which if you're out in the open area, you know, it's obviously not ideal, but eventually you get that flame to, to calm down. But if you got that grill right up against the side of your house, you just burnt, you know, $5,000 worth of vinyl siding on the side of your house. I never <laughs> understood why anybody did that. It's just, uh, you know what? It's I've, I've been guilty of it myself where I'm just kind of in a rush. I'm I'm going outside, I'm, you know, set up the grill, turn it on. And I totally forgot. Oh, you know what? I should have just pulled this away from the home. You know, maybe it's a more convenient area. You want people to have more space to walk around, but you'd rather just, you know, make sure that grill is away from the side of your house. Maybe you got a nice pergola or gazebo outside. Just, just make sure that grill is like in the open area. And it sounds so simple, but you wouldn't believe how many claims come up just from that one simple thing. So um, that's, that's tip number one. The second one is all about pools and pool safety is a huge thing when it comes to insurance. You're buying a home, got a pool, lovely property. There's a few things that an insurance underwriter at an insurance company is going to be looking for. So first of all, some sort of protection, for access to that pool, obviously, right? Fences around the pool, there's zoning laws and there's exactly, there's laws, there's rules about having fences around your pool. But even beyond that, even even if you have that above ground pool or in ground pool and there's access from, you know, the back of your house to the pool, just what sort of protection do you have there? What, What safety measures do you have? You know, and even just keeping it in the back of your mind that, a, a small child or a dog or, you know, you name it, can have access to that pool without supervision is a big no-no. So if you if you have that situation where you're going to have kids or your pets running around the backyard, like, do you have something in place? Is it, is it a gate? Is it a, um, you know, just like a protective cover or something that you're putting over the pool to make sure that kids and animals can't fall into the pool without... Mm-hmm you know, somebody supervising them. So that's, that's definitely something that an insurance company is going to look for, especially when they send those inspectors around to come take pictures of your house. They do a walk around. That's one of the main things that I see show up. And uh, there were, yeah. For you on that, John. So I, I saw this house in Barrington and it had, it was all gated off beautifully, right? Cast iron gate. Right. Uh, And the pool area, a wonderful kidney-shaped gunite pool, okay? It had these cameras, a system of cameras throughout the pool. And whenever anybody walked into the gate, an alert would go off. The cameras would go on someone's phone and boom, inside an alarm would go off. Is Would that help lower your insurance premium as a safety measure? Depending on depending on the company you're with, I, I would not be surprised if that's something that they would take into account, especially when it comes to high value homes, like some of these luxury homes. Um, yeah. So these insurance companies like a, a Chubb, for instance, they're going to take they are the type of company that will take every little thing into consideration and they will give you credits. They will give you better pricing based on more safety measures that you have in your home. When it comes to that luxury market, you know, your, your run of the mill home, they're just going by like a, those insurance companies have like a set rules and rates that they're going by. But once you start getting into that luxury market, the higher end homes, yeah, anything goes and insurance underwriters will absolutely give you more aggressive pricing. If you have a lot of these, you know, security or safety features in place. So that's something that 
definitely, I would, I would say is, yeah, definitely. You know, so if you're listening and you own a luxury property and by the way, luxury is over 700,000 here in Rhode Island and you haven't done an insurance checkup lately, my suggestion is contact LaPointe Insurance. You can go to LaPointeins.com or you can go ahead, Google them, give them a call, ask for John or anybody on his team there, tell them about your property and feel free to ask any types of questions you have there. You may be able to save quite a bit on your insurance, put that money somewhere else. Or, uh, or maybe you just want to say hello to John, who's uh, just he's a local celebrity over here. Definitely check check him out. See if you could save over there. Go ahead, John. Yep, absolutely. So, yeah, but um, that you hit the nail on the head, you know, having alarms and, and uh, alerts around your pool, uh, especially, you know, even like sliding glass doors, right? I, I know a lot of people have, um, you know, like when you walk into a storefront, sometimes you open the door and like it beeps in the background, you oh, know, yeah. you hear that little like ding, 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 yeah. like people, you can install those on your back slider, you know? So if you got people over your house and, you know, you want to make sure you know, when people are going out into the back patio where the pool is, you can get one of those on there, a little alert that when the sliding glass door opens, it beeps. So you know that, you know, you can hear that. Oh, kids are going out to the pool. It's time for me to keep my eyes on them, you know? Um, so that's definitely huge using covers on the pools. Like I mentioned, um, self-closing latching gates. And, um, and on top of that, you, you see these everywhere at like public pools, municipal pools, the, the pool safety list, you know, and, and it has these like things that says like, you know, no diving in this area, make sure you wear a life jacket. If you're under this feet, not a feet tall and things like that, put those around your pool. That's, that's you know, you and your family are going to, you're going to practice safe pool usage with your, with your family, your loved ones. But if you have guests coming over your house, they don't know what your pool is like. They don't know how deep wet end is and whatnot. If you have one of those safety um, charts out somewhere, maybe it's, you know, on your, on your pool house or on the gate somewhere near the pool, that's going to go a long way to making sure that when your guests arrive to your house, they know some of the key points that when they're using your pool, how to remain safe. And uh, it'll also protect you in the long run. God forbid something did happen. You know that you posted those things clearly visible for your guests to see, right? So uh, God forbid, now we're talking worst case scenario, this comes to some, somebody does get hurt, there's court depositions and things like that. I mean, you, you can really save yourself uh, in the long run by making sure you've posted those safety tips out there. Every bit helps. You know, that's generally, that's, yeah, that's why public pools do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, generally speaking, John, like what is it that the insurance will normally cover up to? And I know that varies, but but basic, basic insurance policy, say somebody, you know, drowns in a pool. Like what is, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I I typically don't offer less than 500,000 on a home insurance policy um, for for liability coverage. That's not not even enough. but, but ex- exactly. So yeah. when you have a swimming pool, I start to recommend carrying a million dollars. It's really not that much more expensive to carry the million dollars. You're getting into the, the luxury homes, right? People, you have a lot of assets to protect. Oh yeah. On top of that million dollars on your home, consider an umbrella policy because mm. that's going to give you an extra million on top. I mean, these are the kind of things that it's, it's an added expense. Nobody ever really wants to think about buying more insurance necessarily, but I'm always going to recommend it. If you've got, you know, swimming pools, if you've got children, dogs, trampolines, hazards, things that people can get hurt on, the more more liability coverage you can get, the better in my book, you know, that's something that uh, is, is typically inexpensive 
coverage and is well worth it in the long run. If you have any questions at all for John LaPointe, uh, he'll take care of you. John LaPointe at LaPointeins.com, or you can give us a call on our off-air number, 401-359-2338. I'll personally connect you with John. Again, LaPointeins.com, John LaPointe with the LaPointe Insurance Agency. Good stuff, John. Thanks for sharing the summer tips. Awesome. As always. And thanks for tuning in. This is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show powered by LaPointe Insurance. We'll be right back in a couple of moments. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. Hey, thanks for tuning in. I'm Emilio Desperado, and this is your program all about real estate. We're covering the regional markets here in southern New England and also at times speaking with advisors all over the country and all over the globe. So we're happy that you're here with us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate you. And, you know, we don't always get to talk about uh, our first time home buyers, but I got to tell you, this is such a driving force in the market right now. Uh, millennials basically are the largest population of home buyers out there. The median income is, you know, somewhere between. Eighty-five and ninety-five thousand dollars for their household—it's quite a bit—and they're buying some pretty, pretty impressive homes. So uh, it's it's really good, a really important segment because these home buyers are just making it possible for the, the the market to continue to grow even with interest rates up. So it's pretty impressive what's happening out there. And uh, with that said, I've got Isabel Moda. She's an advisor with us here at Engel and Volkers. She's been crushing it uh, primarily with the first-time home buyers, first-time home sellers. She does a fantastic job. I wanted to invite her on to give some expert advice to our listeners. Isabel, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. So first-time buyers, right? First-time buyers. You got some tips for our first-time buyers. Still less of a hectic market, but still somewhat of a hectic market. Inventory is down. Interest rates are up. Definitely, yeah. Any thoughts? Yeah, I think that... Interest rates are up for sure, and that's scared away a lot of buyers, but putting it into perspective of last year's market, you Mm. know, it was, you're getting beat out by, we've had houses that had 40 offers, 20 offers. Yeah. Yeah, Just kind of, it made the buyers feel like, especially first time home buyers, it was such an intimidating market that they just felt like this is horrible. Like, is this how it's always going to be to buy a house? And, um, for those that haven't bought a house, now that the interest rates are up, that means that a lot of the competition is out, which is Smart, yeah. really big for buyers. Um, and I know that they kind of get scared of the interest rates being, you know, we've had some- 5%? Yeah, 5 6%. It's not historically high. Not even close. No. It's actually still unbelievably historically low, which yeah. is kind of cuckoo to think. Seriously. We've been um, spoiled for 10 years almost with low rates, you know, three and a half, four and a half. So we're really not that far off, but- Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that some buyers don't realize that you can refinance as soon as that kind of drop comes again, you know, it's going to eventually the interest rates are going to come down again. Um, Whether it be in a couple months to a couple years, you know, they are going to come down. So without all that competition right now, you do have a much better chance of getting a home right now. Absolutely. You know, on average, there's one to maybe three offers on a lot of houses now, which is really helpful for all the buyers out there. It actually kind of evens the playing field a little bit. And it still also is benefiting sellers um, as well. But 
most importantly for the buyers, I would say for sure. So you're finding that buyers right now are having a little bit of an easier time purchasing, finding, purchasing homes? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would say that on top of that, inventory has gone up as well. So instead of just, you know, one ranch in the entire neighborhood, you're going to yeah. find a couple options. Two or finally. Three, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So your options are spreading out more. And especially with buyers that are looking like for condo alternatives, like up to two, $300,000, mm. it's so much better for them now because last year's market, it was like, it was all either fixer uppers or oh, it was yeah. gone so quick. It didn't even hit the market. Yeah, and true. now these homes are finally on the market. They're able to get these condo alternatives or condos for that matter. And it's not absolute chaos anymore. So a condo alternative, I, I love that. So that's, that's what we call what small single family homes. One, two yeah, beds. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. One to two beds. Um, we had one over on Nestor that went super quick. Yeah. nine Nestor, that yep. one, it was uh, re rehabbed and uh, it went, and I'm finding, I don't, what do you feel about this as I'm finding, um, you know, properties that need work are now, uh, seeing price drops. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I feel like last year when the inventory was so low and buyers had no options, they had no option but to pay top dollar for homes that need a little bit of love or a lot of it of love. And now those sellers are, are throwing those houses on the market saying, hey, why don't, why aren't my buyers, why aren't buyers coming in? Yeah. I, I feel that because when we look at last year versus this year, the same home has a 43% more mortgage payment, 42%, I'm sorry, here we're down, 42% more for that same mortgage, right? Yeah. So buyers are like, no, we want what? Turnkey, right? Exactly. Yeah. They don't want to waste the time with having to, you know, updating a kitchen is nothing, but you know, if you got to do all the plumbing, got to do a roof, got to do all these things. Yeah. Yeah. Updating a kitchen too. We tell our first time buyers, you know, it could be something as, as simple as, uh, you know, taking the cabinet doors off, refacing them, uh, you know, putting new hardware on. And that's a really nice project you can do to add some value to your home, replace the countertop. Some of these old cabinets are solid wood and they're built better than a lot of the stuff you get from Lowe's or Home Depot that's stapled together. It's garbo meant to fall apart in like five years. You get do the whole process all over again. So there's so many things that I know that, that, that you, you know, we'll let your clients know like, Hey, you can do this. You can do that. What do you think are like the biggest pitfalls that first time buyers have when they're out in the market right now? Any areas you see them getting snagged or. I would say um, we kind of touched on it a bit is these turnkey homes. You're still going to have some competition. So I would say that that is where there's still a little bit of um, like a pitfall you said. So they're still Mm -hmm. going up against other um, buyers. Um, It still is a bidding war in these, turnkey homes in especially like sought after neighborhoods, um, they're still going super quick. Um, interest rates also, I would say we already mentioned, but that yeah. is definitely what's taking the biggest toll on buyers. I would say right now, um, yep. they used to be able to qualify for, you know, someone used to be able to qualify for a $400,000 home. Now they're qualifying for three seventy five or even three, somewhere three, around 25, there. Yeah. yeah. For every 1% a mortgage rate goes up, a buyer loses 10% of buying power. So um, you know, that's, that's for, for, uh, 2%, that's 80 grand on 400. Um, so that's, 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 that's quite a bit. Yeah. Right? And that's frustrating for all these mm. home buyers that were looking at these $400,000 homes thinking this is a perfect option for me and now have to, if they didn't find a home last year, they have to 
kind of scale it back a bit. It's kind of a conundrum, right? So here, here's what we see happening, right? And I actually, let me, I, I want to double check this conundrum. Let me make sure this is the right word here. Here's the definition of conundrum. Oh, it is. A confusing yes. and difficult problem Google. or question. I love Google, right? Okay, great. So, so what would we do without it? So, but that's the conundrum because here's what I see happening, Isabel. I see that, um, you know, buyers who were out there looking when the inventory was low, but the rates were three and a half percent, they were looking for, say, a $400,000 home. Now that same buyer may only be qualified for 320 and they're going into the 320s now expecting to see what the 400s had. They're expecting the, the turnkey type of home they're expecting this and that so that's why properties that need work are not selling like they were they're not selling as fast they're not selling as hot but the turnkey properties are and the turnkey can be clean it doesn't have to be 100 percent remodeled it can be clean and move in ready okay so and and that's one of the things too that you're looking for with your buyers right you're looking yeah, for absolutely. the turnkey type of stuff yeah what do you think is the biggest turnoff right now first time buyers you sorry you're walking a first-time buyer into a home. What's the biggest turnoff right now? The biggest turnoff. So I feel like their expectations used to be higher. And like I have buyers that used to qualify that we've been working with um, since last year. That, mm -hmm. like we said, I think it's just their expectations are not being met. Yeah. Um, in certain situations, I think it's a case-by-case -case basis for sure. Well, how about one that you've seen? Like... Yeah. So for example, there was, uh, I was out with my buyers um, over the weekend actually, and we went to this home in West Greenwich mm -hmm. and it needed some work. So it was built in um, like the seventies and it needed a good amount of work. So we walked in and the first thing that they saw was the sunken living room. Okay. And they were like, I do not want the sunken living room. Like they were like, this is, they were not a fan of it. So some people like that, Okay, but seeing things that are kind of a blast from the past, like houses that haven't been updated in that manner. They were like, why do I have to take three steps down to go into my living room? That's yeah. kind of weird. And then on top of it, just having like outdated kitchens, like, but I have these buyers that have been looking and they're looking to upgrade. So they're not first time home buyers. So mm -hmm. they're looking for an upgrade, but they compare their house that they got last year to this house. And they're like, what? Like what, why are we not seeing more of the stuff that we saw last year? Kind of, why are we not yeah. seeing all of these updates? Um, and like you said, this house has been on the market for, I believe like 40 days now. Wow. So that's a long time still. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just things like weird paint and wallpaper oh, tend to really turn worst. people off. That's the worst. It and is. It's, it's something that can be remedied so easy when I'm taking a listing and I see a a room with striped like pink and green. <laughs> like, I'm like, whoa, what happened in here? Yep. We got to paint this. Um, you know, that's, that's the, that's actually the biggest and best return on investment. My estimation that you can make is, is painting a blank slate. Like, you know, something that just will appeal to so many people. So, yeah. oh man, regardless, there's, there's so many different things you need to know as a first time buyer. So if you're listening and you know a first-time buyer that needs help getting qualified for the mortgage, needs somebody to sit down with them, go through the process, make sure that they're protected along the whole way, make sure they have the best top-notch inspector, make sure that they're not overpaying for a property. Isabel Moda here on the Desperado team is who handles that for our team. She's fabulous. She does very well. She's a top-performing advisor. She'll definitely get you down the right track. 
give us a call on our off-air number. I'll connect you to Isabel, 401-359-2338. Again, 401-359-2338. I'll connect you right to Isabel. Just let me know that you heard this segment talking about first-time buyers. Isabel, thank you so much for being here with us. You're welcome. Hey, stay tuned. We're going to be right back here on the Spirito Team Real Estate Show with Joshua Choppy, the owner of Choppy Media. This is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show powered by Anglin Walkers. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to the show. I'm Emilio Despirito, and this is your show all about real estate. Now, we've got a lot of real estate agents that listen to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate you. And, you know, feel free if ever you want to contact us and suggest anything to add on air, please do. Or if you want to uh, come on air and talk about any specific subject, we may want to talk about what you want to talk about. So give me a call, 401-359-2338. So I have on a local celebrity here with us in the real estate industry. His name is Joshua Choppy, and he is the owner of Choppy Media. And let me tell you something about this gentleman. Uh, I got to tell you, this is one of the hardest working people I've ever met. He is a fanatic about what he does. Customer service is his number one priority. He just does everything he can to make sure that what he puts out there is artwork and is the best of the best. So I really congratulate this guy. And my favorite part about him, too, is the fact that he is in his young 20s and he is already doing more real estate photography than anyone else I've ever heard of in one marketplace. It's unbelievable. So uh, without further ado, Joshua Choppy, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. You're First welcome. I'm on the radio. <laughs> oh, wow. That's exciting. That's really exciting. And uh, we have Isabel Moda here with us. Isabel's with the Despirito team here at Engel and Balkers. And her and I use Josh all the time. And we know how vital and important it is to make sure that properties are, are really pictured and, and portrayed and, and you know imagined in every level they can be. Uh, for viewers on screens, because everyone's on screens nowadays, right? So Josh, I wanted to invite you on because you're the expert in this area. And I wanted to talk about how we can market our listings with the tools uh, that that you use at Choppy Media. Absolutely. Yeah. So Choppy Media is a full service uh, real estate marketing company. And then beyond that, we do other services as well. But our main marketplace is realtors, and we are always looking to make their listings shine out from the rest. And part of being a full-service real estate agent, like people at Angle & Volkers or even any other luxury brokerage around, is that you provide a really good quality service for your clients so that they can sell their property for top dollar. And with that, um, we are looking to take a property... And I mean, if it's near the water, we want to add drone shots to it because yes. we want to show the local um, area of, oh, we can walk right to the water. Like, that's perfect. Or, um, I mean, it might be an elaborate floor plan and it might be like, maybe it has an in-law, maybe it has a full finished basement. Maybe, and maybe it's just a massive house. You want to show how big it is. I mean, square footage and just having an accurate floor plan reading is also very important. Um, beyond that, we can take things a step further. If it has a really nice backyard, we can do a twilight shoot at night. 
uh, during the summer months now. I mean, you can basically make it look like it's a, like a magazine. I mean, we want everything to look magazine worthy. Like, wow, like you could sit by that fireplace and you can go swimming in that pool and look at the pool lights up at night. So we're always looking to make our clients stand out and um, make their listings sell for top dollar. And um, using our services, we're able to do that and um, help them better their brand and grow their business as well. You know what I thought was freaking crazy, Choppy, was when you told me this maybe was a year, year and a half ago, you said, hey, we're also now offering decluttering services. And I'm like, what, Choppy, are you going to these properties and decluttering them? I'm like, what are you doing? Can you explain this? This is like amazing technology. Can you explain? You can take a room and declutter it with the what? Absolutely. So um, not every property is going to be pretty. And I mean, it's your job to do the very best that you can to sell a place, whether it's prepared or not for the photographs. But as long as we're not altering the pictures too, too much, we're able to actually get rid of like a messy bed or like laundry on the floor and like make the room at least look empty so that it's pleasing to the eye so that a prospective buyer is able to view that property online and be like, oh, that actually looks cool. I want to go check that place out. Now, granted, they're not going to be walking into a decluttered place, but at least they're able to have that picture in their head of, hey, this is what it's going to look like when it's mine, like when it's decluttered, when it's clean. And I mean, we we find that um, it will help them um, sell the properties because it'll entice the people to actually go view them and uh, like go see them from, from the online thing. And they can be looking at it on their phone while like in a showering with Amelia or Isabel and be like, Oh, I can actually see my, my furniture here. I could see my family here. This actually works. And then we can even take it a step further. And I mean, say the place is a complete mess. We can declutter it, wipe all the pictures, kitchen, dining rooms, whatever. Maybe the furniture is ugly. Maybe it's just a mess. You never know. And then we can take it a step further and we can actually stage it. So we can actually put fake furniture in. So we can virtually stage it because not every property is going to be physically staged, especially if it's a big mess and you're dealing with somebody that's difficult. You're able to uh, declutter it virtually and then you can put furniture in and then put those online and it'll entice people to actually go check out the property. So I've got a massive success story slash testimonial for Josh Choppy of Choppy Media. Okay, so check this out, right? We were one of 16 agents, okay? I was one of 16 agents to interview with property, one Fezzedin Road in Barrington. This property was on the market for five years with six other brokers previously. When the seller was going to sell again, he said, I'm not going to make the same mistake. I'm going to go with the right agent that has the best marketing, the best plan. And they went with us ultimately because of a few reasons. Now, one of them I brought... The main reason I brought Choppy Media on, and this property has a permit to have a dock. And Josh was able to take literally the bay and he put a virtually staged dock right in the bay, which was unbelievable. He went off the drawings, the renderings. He put a, a, a dock that could fit a yacht on it on the water. And I was like, whoa, like that, that blew my mind, Josh, when you did that. And, and, and we just, we needed to show 
what that property could offer. And there's mm-hmm. one other there's one other piece I want to say here to what you did, aside from the floor plans, the Matterport 3D walkthrough, the amazing lifestyle video that we did. You also took the basement, which was absolutely massive and uh, was empty. And, and none of the other listings had this. And you virtually staged it into an in-home office because at that time, everybody was working from home. Absolutely right. I mean, sold the time. That was the time for work from home. 13 days on market with Choppy Media, sold it, broke a record for the highest price per square foot sold in Barrington Waterfront. Crazy. PBN, Providence Business News, did an article on it. It was unbelievable. So, Josh, kudos to you, man. You, You definitely were a massive part of that. I appreciate it, Emilio, and thank you for the opportunity to have me help you on that project. And that just goes to show that, you know, marketing it for the right buyer and tailoring your audience to the right niche and area that you're looking to serve. And we'll, we'll go that extra mile and help you break records like Emilio did in Barrington. Yeah, we've, we've actually broken a couple records with you. I don't even know if you know that one in Lincoln, now one in, uh, we have one in Narragansett and another one in... We did one in Pawtucket too. So it's crazy. It's just like. Holy smokes. That's yeah. awesome. Record yeah. breaking. Yeah. We love um, that. <laughs> absolutely. Um, dude, I, I got to tell you, man, one of the things that we do, we, we get a kick out of it actually uh, all the time is we will look through MLS. We're checking out properties and we see the craziest stuff, right? Like we see like mm-hmm. the agents walking in with cameras, like, I mean, their camera phones and they're in the mirrors. Yep. Mm-hmm. You see them in a reflection. This one guy was sitting on a toilet bowl and he was taking a picture mm-hmm. of the washer dryer. You could see him. I saw reflection. that one. He was all that one. It was awful. It, it's, it's like embarrassing. Choppy, what is yeah. all right? Look, I mean, you have all these these amazing add-ons, and yes, it can it can turn into if someone's crazy, they could say, Oh, it's a big cost, but it can be expensive at, at first if you do the whole sh- shebang. But I urge real estate agents that are taking photos on their own to up their level, up Mm -hmm. their skill, up what they're offering their clients because it's so competitive out there. You need to. Choppy, what are like the introductory rates for photos? Yeah. Three bedrooms. I say realtors spend an average about 200 bucks on a listing. Average. Granted, not everything's 200 higher or lower based on adding certain things. But for baseline photos, I'd say it's an average of 200 bucks. I mean, these people are uh, selling the most expensive. I, I look at it as like, you're selling the most expensive like product in a way. Like you're selling something that's worth more than some people's salaries. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, the least you can do is invest into your business and invest into your clients and invest into your success because it will make you look good. It'll make you a referable source. I mean, people are going to be like, wow, like they brought in the big guns. Like they got the professional out here. He's got a fancy camera. He's doing all the things. And then it looks good. I mean, um, the people are going to, they're going to refer to their friends and their family when they realize how special that you made them feel because you actually took that extra step rather than just walking in with like an iPhone and going in to take photographs. And I mean, granted phones are great and all they take awesome pictures, but if you really want to go the extra mile and stand out from the rest, I mean, you want to bring in the best and just continue to deliver that for all your clients. 
solid point. So, so Josh, we're almost out of time, but I need to ask you, dude, wait, how, how old are you, Josh? I'm 21. 21. Isabel, how old are you? 22. 22. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Like, I'm fortunate enough to be sitting here with Isabel, 22, Josh, who's 21. Josh, like I said, these two are running such amazing businesses and it's unbelievable. I got to tell you that this like literally, I don't want to say restores my faith in in like where we're going as a country, but I got to tell you, I'm seeing these folks and their work ethic and it's just so inspiring and so unbelievable. Josh, last, lastly, how many homes did you shoot in the past 12 months ballpark? Uh, well, 2021, we did nearly 1500, 1500 wow. homes. Okay. So just so that, just so that the listeners can understand how massive that is. Okay. I believe there was what, like, uh, don't quote me on this, but I, I got to say off the cut about 11,000, 10,000, call it 10,000 single family homes that have sold. Joshua Choppy owns 15% of the market for real estate photography. That is intense. Hey, listen, I'd like, I'd like our listeners to also know that Choppy Media is also available in the Boston area, the metro Boston area, as well as Florida, now servicing parts of Florida. So check them out, choppymedia.com. That's C-H-O-P-Y-M-E-D-I-A.com, choppymedia.com. Good stuff. Josh Choppy, honored to have you on here. Isabel Moda, honored to have you on here. You guys freaking rock. Thank you so much. And uh, to our listeners out there, wow, it's absolutely impressive. I'm so glad to have the team that I have. Thank you so much for tuning in. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back here in a couple minutes with the top five events happening here in Rhode Island. This is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show powered by Choppy Media. Stay tuned. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 104.7 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. So you can see what's going on, what's going on, what's going on, what's going on. Hey, you know what that means? We are on the line with riblogger.com's one and only Jennifer Jaber with the top five events that's happening here in Rhode Island. Jennifer, thank you so much for being here with us. What's happening out there? Uh, thanks for having me. So Thursday, June 16th, if you're an animal lover, which I know uh, many of us are, you can head to the Ocean Mist for a night um, of great music to support the Animal Rescue Rhode Island. It's from 7 to 10 p.m. um, And they're asking for all types of pet food donations. Um, It'll feature music from the Charlie Green Band and the Molly O'Leary Band. And there's no cover at the door. Instead, they just ask you to bring um, pet donations. And there's actually an entire wish list on animalrescueri.org. So you can check that out. And there's other things to bring aside from pet food, but um, definitely a great night out and obviously an awesome cause. Saturday, June 18th is the Summer Solstice Festival from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. at Diamond Hill Park. Um, it's the 10th annual Blackstone River Theater Summer Solstice Festival. <laughs> that was a mouthful. Yeah, um, that was a lot to say. <laughs> I <know. good. laughs> It'll feature four stages of Celtic music, um, world music, and there'll be 30 plus craft and food vendors. So again, it's just, you know, great music, great food and a great family event. Another family event is also Saturday, June 18th. It's uh, Strawberry Lovers Unite for the Strawberry Festival. A lot of lovers. Animal lovers, strawberry lovers. Yeah, right. A lot of love love for a lot of things around here, right? (laughs) Yeah. Summer. Especially strawberries. I really do love strawberries. Uh, Chocolate dipped strawberries. (laughs) Oh, yes. 
Nutella, if you run out of things to dip them in, is also oh, fabulous. Nutella is delicious, yeah. Yes. At Smith Castle in North Kingstown, mm-hmm. from, from 12 to 4, the rain date is June 19th, and it includes, it's, a, again, a family event. It's pony rides, puppeteers, crafts, hand painting, um, colonial games, live music, vendors. There'll be strawberries for sale if you need to stock up on strawberries, um, homemade strawberry shortcake, and much more. It's a $20 family cap, um, $8 for adults, and 5 to 12 is $6, and kids under 5 are free. And also Saturday, June 18th is the Rhode Island Pride Illuminated Night Parade in downtown Providence. It's New England's only night parade. Um, It kicks off at 8 p.m. and is a celebration with dazzling floats, performing artists, and much more. Um, The parade winds through downtown Providence and ends at the Providence Performing Arts Center. And last but not least, if you were ever a Footloose fan, which I was, um, June 22nd to July 16th, the Theater by the Sea presents Footloose the Musical. Um, you can kick off your Sunday shoes for this vibrant musical um, live on stage. It includes all your favorite songs, Holding Out for a Hero, Hear It for the Boys, and Footloose. Um, so great music, great show. And again, you have until July 16th to get there. Um, and hours and days vary. So um, there's plenty of opportunities to be able to catch it. Good stuff. And if you go to riblogger.com, you'll check out these events and all the others. It's updated daily, usually even hourly. She's on top of this thing. Anything happening here in Rhode Island, you're going to be able to check that out. Don't forget to check out the business directory as well. And like I always say for our local business owners, if you want maximum exposure online for people that are traveling into this state, we have a ton of New Yorkers, Bostonites, and several other folks that travel into Rhode Island. And the traffic online that she gets is unbelievable. So check it out, riblogger.com. Jennifer, thanks again for being here with us. Thanks. Have a great week. You're welcome. You too. Thank you. Awesome show today. I'd like to thank John LaPointe with LaPointe Insurance for coming on and talking about the top summer safety tips. He had a great segment. Isabel Moda, she came on talking about first-time home buyers. She's an advisor here with us at Engel and Volkers. Joshua Choppy, he's one of the best filmmakers and uh, photographers out there. He shoots amazing real estate. He had some great tips on how to market your property. And Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com talking about the top five events. Thank you so much for tuning in. If I can be of any help for you or connect you with anybody, offer you a suggestion for a restaurant, whatever you need, I'm here. This is what I do. Emilio Desperado, 401-359-2338. That's my cell phone, 401-359-2338. Feel free to send me a text. Let me know how you like the show. Thank you so much. God bless you. So good stuff. Stay tuned. We'll see you then. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.